From the Capital City, I'm Kevin Allen. Capital City Fire and Rescue are investigating a structure fire that occurred Monday morning in Juneau. CCFR said that at 1.45 in the morning on Monday, they responded to a report of a structure fire on La Perouse Street. Upon arrival, units found fire at the ear of the structure extending into the soffit and reports of people possibly still inside. Firefighters searched the structure and confirmed no occupants were inside while the fire was undergoing suppression. The fire was extinguished without incident, and the fire is currently under investigation. Fire Marshal Dan Jagger said Monday there is no dollar loss yet, and the investigation is still active. He added that they are not eliminating intentional as a cause at this time. CCFR is asking anyone with information, video, or photographs to contact Juno Police at 586-0600 or Fire Marshal Jagger at 586-5322 at extension 4323. The U.S. Coast Guard medevaced a 23-year-old woman from the cruise ship American Constellation in Tracy Arm, about 40 nautical miles southeast of Juneau yesterday. Watchstanders from Coast Guard Sector Juno Command received a report at about 10.11 in the morning yesterday from the Alaska State Troopers regarding an in-reach activation about the woman who was experiencing anaphylactic shock symptoms aboard the cruise ship. Watchstanders diverted the air station Sitka helicopter crew from a training flight to the scene. The crew arrived on scene at 11.30 in the morning hoisted the patient, and transported her to awaiting emergency medical services in Juneau. Juneau's 14th annual National Night Out will be held tonight, and there will be road closures. Easy Street, River Court Way, Ferndale Street, and Skywood Lane will be closed to vehicular traffic from about 6 p.m. later this afternoon until about 10 in the evening. The City Park Rangers will be hosting the National Night Out event at Cope Park from 6.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. The event is open to the public and will be visited by Juno's first responders. A Quinhagic man was sentenced last week in Bethel Superior Court for charges stemming from an incident in 2019 where he murdered a resident and pulled a gun on officers. Bethel Superior Court Judge Terrace Haas on Wednesday sentenced Frank Nelson to 45 years for the beating, murder, and robbery of 53-year-old Quinn Hagick resident Jesse Britton. Nelson was given three additional years to serve for drawing a shotgun on three responding officers. Nelson, who was 27 at the time, will be eligible for parole at 57. Nelson was found guilty of murder in the second degree, robbery, and multiple counts of assault following a three-week trial. The convictions resulted from events in 2019 in Quinhagic, where Nelson assaulted Britain over $100. Britain died from his injuries after nearly a month in critical care. At the sentencing hearing, Bethel District Attorney Christopher Knowles urged the court to impose a sentence that called for the defendant to serve 70 years for the homicide. The three candidates standing for the special congressional election for Alaska's U.S. House seat appeared on a candidate form on News of the North yesterday. Sarah Palin, Nick Baggage, and Mary Paltola attended. After the form, we asked each of the candidates why they are the best pick for Southeast Alaska and the rest of the state. Here's Sarah Palin. I'm um, humble enough to admit that no one, I, no one, will be able to fill his shoes. However, I share the same passion that he had for Alaska, for securing our state, developing our resources very responsibly, and um, 
because of that passion for Alaska, I know that uh, I can give it my all. I've got nothing to lose. You know, I, I, I look at the media and I think, ah, what more can they say about me? What more can they do to me? I've got nothing to lose, but put my all in for Alaska's interests. And so much of that has to do with developing responsibly our God-given resources, our oil, our gas, our minerals, our fisheries, our timber, um, to allow more jobs to be created in Alaska, first and foremost. But then Alaska finally having opportunity to supply and feed and secure the rest of the U.S. Nick Baggage had said this. Look, at the end of the day, it's my contention that we have just four ambassadors for the state. We've got our governor, got our two senators, and we have our one House member. And in the House, there's 435 people. And we just have one voice. And I think it's really important when we talk about opening up the state of Alaska, and we talk about the opportunities that Alaska can provide to our nation and really the world as a whole. We've got to have a voice that understands the economic drivers of the state, uh, those aspects of the state that are, are, um, are resource-based. And I believe that we can best do that with someone who spent a career on the private side, is not a career politician, and comes with a new perspective, a better perspective, a different perspective on what Alaska really does have to offer. I want to make that business case on behalf of the people of Alaska. I believe that I'm in a, in a great position to do so, and I look forward to the opportunity to represent you in Congress very soon. And Peltola answered the question this way. I really think I'm the best pick because I'm Alaskan, born and raised. I have a very long history in Southeast Alaska. I really understand uh, off-road system Alaska the best. Um, I have not ever lived really on the road system. And um, I think that for remote communities, we we all have a lot of the same challenges. But um, I have family ties in Southeast Alaska and um, just... I have spent a lot of time here, and I think that it's really important to spend time boots on the ground to really understand the issues. I Like, for instance, I know how hard it is to find a rental place in Juneau or a place to buy. I know how hard it is to find childcare. I know how high the prices are here. A recording of the forum can be found on the website kinyradio.com. The annual Golden North Salmon Derby takes place later this month. Territorial Sportsman, Inc., the organizers of the event said the Derby is set for August 12th to the 14th. Sportsman President Ryan Beeson provided a heads-up on Capital Chat that the Auk Bay loading station will be at the Auk New Cove near the ferry terminal. Many of you may have noticed the last couple of years our, our dock at Auk Bay where you uh, turning your fish was falling apart and going underwater full of uh, fish totes. So we've moved it over to the... Uh, um, Auk New Cove, there's the new loading facility there, um, kind of by the ferry terminal, Last Glacier Seafood, there's a drive-down dock there. So that will be the new weigh-in station this year. Um, we'll have signs up in Auk Bay, um, kind of signs everywhere, but just, just so you're aware, the, the, uh, the fish turn-in station is at the loading facility in Auk New Cove by um, the ferry terminal. In 2021, Tiffany Listberger's 31.7-pound king salmon caught at Auk Bay was the top fish. 21,000 pounds of coho, near 2,500 pounds of king salmon, 13 pounds of sockeye, and 3 pounds of chum in total were caught last year. The proceeds from the sale of the fish caught, minus the expenses of cleaning and handling, are given to the Territorial Sportsman Scholarship Foundation. 42000 was raised in 2021 for the foundation. Territorial Sportsman Vice President Sean Hooten said, 
<laughs> I would say uh, it's kind of an exciting family time. A lot of people bring their kids out to do uh, the fishing, and and usually uh, any fish that's caught that's a silver or a king can be turned in as long as it's a legal catch. Um, that gives you the ability to turn in, even if they're not in the top 50 prizes. You have scholarship prizes. Um, there's a bunch. Of, there's a team competition that you can fish for four people to a boat, and that's uh, that can be rated in pounds, so you get totals there. And then even then. Our third place in the team competition gives you uh, an allowance of the top, uh, below the top three. So the third place and all teams all the way below will be a random drawing for that third place. Beeson and Hooten made their remarks on Capital Chat. The Sea Alaska Board of Directors has endorsed Bill Walker and Heidi Dragas for Alaska Governor and Lieutenant Governor, Senator Lisa Murkowski in the race for U.S. Senate, and will oppose the ballot measure that would initiate a constitutional convention in Alaska. According to a press release, Sea Alaska rarely endorses candidates, choosing to support only those who are closely aligned with their vision for Alaska and the interest of 23,000 Clinkett, Haida, and Simpson shareholders. Celeska's release states that the support for Peltola is based on her track record of working for and with Native communities across the state and because of her deep experience at all levels of government in Alaska. Alaska's constitution requires that the question of a constitutional convention be put before the voters every 10 years. The Sea Alaska board voiced concerns about the possible repercussions of holding such a convention. Juno School Superintendent Dr. Bridget Weiss provided an update to the milk incident while a guest on Action Line. Last month, the Juno School Board approved the scope of the investigation into the floor sealant incident, as well as extended a contract for Nana to provide food services this fall. We have all the results of those. Uh, Juno Police Department did an investigation. The Department of Education did an uh, investigation. Um, the DEC, the Department of Environmental Conservation, did uh, um, an investigation. Uh, and then NANA itself brought in their national safety team and did an investigation. So we've put all that information together, um, and um, we are um, moving forward with a uh temporary contract right now to get us through at least the first half of the school year um, with Nana serving um, so that we could provide meals to students. Weiss said that the district is also doing an internal review as well. As a district, we have spent a lot of time internally um, also looking at um, our response and um, what that looked like and what we can do to support summer programming differently and what we can do differently in our some tools that we can uh, utilize to set us up for better communication in a summertime emergency. Juno School Superintendent Dr. Bridget Weiss. School resumes in Los Angeles in two weeks and the nation's second largest school district has an issue. ABC's Alex Stone explains from L.A. Up to 20,000 LAUSD students are missing from enrollment. They're either not enrolled or they just stopped attending classes last year once in-person learning resumed. The superintendent says some students appear to be out because of family issues, caring for a younger sibling while parents work, or the student got a job to support the family, or families have chosen to enroll their children elsewhere and never notified the district. Others, though, their whereabouts are unknown. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. Never miss a story or a newscast at KINYradio.com. Now you're up to date. For News of the North, 
This is Kevin Allen.